Oh, hi. You stumbled across Beauty Reform School, the podcast that explores beauty, style, reinvention, self-care, all from the perspective of the outside looking in. We pick apart the classics so we can confidently break the mold. And I'm your host, Bad Bad, the artist, the educator, the retail grunt, the problem child. The one who's done it the hard way for decades, and now I'm passing the savings on to you. So bring me your tired, your confused, your weirdos, your others yearning to breathe free. If this sounds like you, grab your pen and grab your scratch pad, and let's figure this crap out together. Right here at Beauty Reform School. What's the face you want to present to the world? No, really. When you picture yourself going outside of your door and you talk to someone or people just see you, what's the face that you're hoping they're going to see? I'm not just talking about smooth skin and flawlessness. I'm talking about what's the image that you hope to project. Sometimes it's a little strange when you look at yourself and you're not even exactly sure what you see. Sometimes you've looked at yourself so many times in the mirror that you don't even see yourself. I want you to take a little bit of time. This is your homework assignment. I want you to take a little bit of time and picture all the people that you deem to be beautiful and ask yourself, why? Why do you think they're beautiful? Is it because of their makeup or their clothes? Or is it because they told you they were beautiful in one way or another? Is it the way they carry themselves? What is missing from you that you don't feel that way. Recently, someone told me that they thought, they looked at me and thought that I was going through a transition with my look. And I change my look up all the time. That's not uh, an unusual thing, but they were exactly on the mark. I am in a phase of transition because the person When I see pictures of myself or when I see old things of myself, it's, I can't recognize that person so much anymore. That person is so different from how I feel right now. And I know that my life is changing. So yeah, I am in transition. And maybe you are too. Because I think that when you get to the point where you start doing some research and you start looking into more information and you try to grow and evolve, you are definitely in a place of transition. I bring it up to remind you not to stick to old habits. There might be things, you know, things in your trick bag that you use all the time and It's old, faithful, things that you go back to all the time. The same lipstick, the same 
blush the same foundation or the way that you apply it and how much you use, maybe it's time to start experimenting. Maybe it's time to start changing things up. Maybe maybe the way that you were presenting yourself to the world before isn't the way you want to present yourself now. Maybe you've changed so much or you are changing so much that that face doesn't serve you anymore. So what face does? Start really taking a moment to think about how you would like to be seen when you go out there. And those are the looks that we're going to work on together. I'd like to hear some feedback from you on this subject. Send us a message on the Facebook page. If you're too embarrassed to talk about it in public, write me on Instagram. Tell me about that. Message me. Let me know what you're thinking, what your thoughts are. Because it's a very strange and scary thing to know that you are changing. And sometimes it can be very, very lonely. That's why I'm hoping that we can get together as a community so we can be a support system for each other. But until that time comes around, just know that we're here every week to talk about different subjects and topics that hopefully will help you as you move along. When we dive into foundation, I don't know if we're gonna have enough time to cram it all in in a half an hour, but I'm certainly going to try. If need be, we'll do two episodes, but we're gonna start with just the one and see how it goes. Um, A lot of people I talk to tell me that they don't generally wear foundation and I want to preface it by saying that you absolutely do not need to wear foundation. I've actually had people tell me when I asked them why they wanted to start wearing foundation, they told me it was because they felt like they were getting older and they quote unquote had to. That my friends is a fallacy. You don't have to wear foundation at all. If you think foundation is going to make you feel better, if you think foundation is going to make you feel a little more pulled together, then that's fine. But you don't have to. It's it's just like a bra. You don't have to, but if you're not comfortable with your tetas swinging around in the breeze, then wear a bra, you know? There are other solutions as well. Like some people wear, you know, those cami shelf tank tops and some people wear, you know, sports bras and things like that. And the same is true for foundation. You don't have to wear it. You can just stick to concealer. If you just have a couple of spots that you're trying to even out, concealer will do just fine for that. And some people just decide that they're not going to wear it at all and there's absolutely nothing wrong with that decision. Some people use blush or bronzer to just kind of soften things and they still don't wear um, foundation. And that, again, is fine. It really, truly is up to you. I also want to just take a side note and mention that if you have a friend that tells you that you should wear foundation, 
get rid of that friend. They don't mean you well. You know, some people might say, hey, oh, no, the, she means well. She just wants me to, you know, look a little better, feel a little better. Yeah, 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 yeah. I don't need friends telling me what I should wear and what I should not wear. Let her worry about what she's wearing. Don't have anyone tell you that you have to wear something. I even have friends that come in with my clients and dictate the entire time what they should be doing or what's wrong with them. That that infuriates me. I'm going to just tell you right now, it infuriates me. Because that's not what friendship is. If you want to go with your friend to support them when they go find foundation, that's cool. But allow them to make the decision. Don't you tell them what they should be doing. Now, on the other hand, if someone comes up to you and says, I love your makeup, what do you do? You can go ahead and tell them what you use or you can go ahead and tell them some of your best tips and tricks. But then you leave it up to them to decide if they want to employ those, if they want to use those. That's up to them. That is not up to you. So there's my rant there. Hashtag and rant. I know I'm a little tense, aren't I? A little tense. I think I'm a little tense because I'm sitting on my chair on a sideward angle and I'm trying to make sure it doesn't squeak. And I'm being really sensitive about the sounds around me. There was a bird or a cat making some weird noise outside my window. And I've been watching all kinds of videos about how to improve sound and reading articles about how to make this podcast better. And I'm working on it. It's a process, just like the process that you're on, working on your self-care and your skincare and... There's so many topics that we've been pulling together to talk about in the upcoming weeks, and I'm really, really excited about it. um, I've been trying to share the podcast as much as possible, but I truly, truly need your help. I need you to get out there and share it with friends. A lot of people don't even know what podcasts are. I've come to discover that. So if you have friends that say, I don't even know what a podcast is, or I wouldn't even know how to listen to it, show them. You become the teacher. You show them and show them how to listen to a podcast and share this one with them. And also, your feedback is highly, highly encouraged. I would love if you would come on in and ask me questions or share your experiences or if you found a product that you really truly like come in and share those things with me i'd love to hear about them uh this is uh i have a quiet day off today and i am trying to record some segments for everyone so that when it is loud and noisy i don't have to worry about it because i got them done um This, in a manner of speaking, is creating a foundation for my podcast. I am planning ahead and I am setting groundwork so that I can build other parts of my podcast later on. And that's what foundation does. Foundation is something that we put on our face first 
to clear the slate to create a blank canvas so that we can add more. So if you're trying to figure out if you need a foundation, it really just comes down to ideas of perfection. How quote unquote perfect are you trying to make things? If you feel that you by yourself, when you look at your blank face in the mirror, if you feel that it's okay, then congratulations. That's wonderful. If you look at your face in the mirror and think, my face is pretty good, but there's a couple of parts that kind of get on my nerves. There's a little blotchiness. There's some spots. This part of my face is a little darker than the other part of my face. Then foundation is great for you because it will help balance things and even things out. But then you have to go ahead and decide how much foundation you want to use. Do you want to use a full coverage foundation? Do you just want to use something sheer that'll give you a soft veil that'll help to even things out gently? That's a question that I want you to ask yourself this week. How much foundation do you need? hullabaloo I almost forgot to mention my skincare treatment of the week naturally I did use my moisturizer and all the usual things that I do but I did remember to use a toner this week because the season is changing on and off people with combination skin tend to notice that their skin gets completely out of whack and toner helps to rebalance the pH levels in your skin. Because I have combination skin and I am very oily right now, I'm using a Calendula Herbal Extract Toner today. It's really great for normal to oily skin. And the important thing about this particular toner is it doesn't have any harsh alcohol or synthetic drying agents. So it's not going to strip my skin. It is going to balance it lovely, but it's going to keep it from getting incredibly dry where it neatens and it won't get flaky or tight. So that's my skincare piece of the week. take a minute to go over different kinds of foundation. You have your traditional one, the liquid foundation that everyone seems to be familiar with. The foundation that comes in the bottle that either has a little pump or you can, it looks like a tube of toothpaste, you can squeeze it out. Those are, that's traditional foundation. It's pretty liquidy and you can take a little bit and use your fingers to spread it around or you can use a brush or you can use a beauty blender. Um, that's traditional liquid foundation and it comes in all different forms. You have it very, very sheer or you have it a very, very full coverage. That is for people who like to be able to control how much coverage they get it's pretty easy to control. You can add more or you can add less based off of what you want. Then we have our powder foundation, which is, the hint is in the name, it's powder. 
And there are powder foundations that are very sheer or there are some that are touted as full coverage and they do cover a lot of ground right away. Um, and usually you use either a fluffy brush for that or you can use a denser brush to get more coverage or you can use some sort of pad or a sponge to put on your powder foundation. A lot of people like powder foundation because they don't see it as being as messy and it's a lot easier to use, a lot easier to transport and touch up with. So powder foundation tends to be a choice for a lot of people. Also, a lot of people that are oily tend to appreciate it because it helps tamp down that oiliness and mattify things a bit. So I find that to be true for a lot of oilier people. There's also cream foundations, which sometimes come in a stick or if they come in a compact. Um, stick foundations I love personally because you can put them on, a couple of swipes on the face and then blending them out with your tool is very quick, very easy. They don't tend to be very messy. You don't have to use your fingers if you don't want to and it's just very quick. Um, you can also, because it has such a dense consistency, you can use it as a concealer. So it's a twofer. And I love the fact that it's a multitasking product. I'm a big fan of that, especially if you travel or if you're quick in the morning, you don't have a lot of time. Being able to just use a product that does more than one thing is very, very helpful and very, very useful. You're not rooting around in your drawer for a bunch of different things. I absolutely love spending time doing makeup on, before an event. It's like my, like I said before, it's kind of like my meditation time and my peace time. But if I'm in a hurry, I love it if I can grab one or two things and do everything with them. So, food for thought. There are also some brands that make mousses or a sponge that contains a liquid. It comes in a compact and they have that and then you just take your sponge and pick up off the sponge and you just tap that into the face. A lot of people like that as well. So you can Google different kinds of foundation. Um, be warned in advance though that a lot of ads probably will pop up, but you might find some articles that explain in further detail if you're interested you know, what these things do. Um, I find that when it comes to making a choice about what kind of foundation you want to use, it has a lot to do with your routine. So take some time to think about what you like to do. If you don't want to spend a great deal of time blending things out, if you don't want to spend a great deal of time using a bunch of tools if you don't want to spend a great deal of time if you don't like using your fingers or if you only want to use your fingers all of these things are going to come in as clues to help you decide what kind of product is best for you so just take a moment to, to ask yourself what do i like what don't i like some people don't like to get their hands dirty some people don't like to use something that's going to be drippy Although there are ways to not make it such a mess. I actually see um, people, I watch videos and see people squirting products into the brush. And I'm going to tell you right this second. Personally, 
unless you want to spend a great deal of time scrubbing and shampooing your brush afterwards, I'd start backing off of that behavior as soon as possible. When you squirt foundation into the head of your brush, it's going to drip down into the base of your brush and you probably are never going to get it out. And it's going to be very, very hard to clean after that. And you're going to just get a collection of foundation that just settles into the ferrule, into the metal portion around the hairs of your brush. It's just going to settle into that section and you can't get back in there and get it out. If you instead take your brush, you put a little on a little palette or you put some on your hand and you pull from there the odds of the makeup getting too far down into the brush are going to be diminished considerably and remember we were talking about cleanliness and things like that and we definitely are going to be talking more about how to keep things sanitary but you want to make sure that you don't do that and you'll find that you use way less product way less product the average face should only need about two pumps of foundation sometimes i like to say two and a half just to be generous but two to two and a half pumps of foundation should be all you need one pump for each side of your face and a half a pump for touch-ups that is plenty plenty because if you're taking one pump and pulling from that on the one side of your face, then you go do one more pump and do the other side. You do a little half pump just to check around to see if you need any more. That's plenty. When someone buys a bottle of foundation from me and I see them again in a month, I know that they're using way too much product. Way too much. And I got to tell you, you're not piling it on isn't making it better, for sure. It's not. It's not how much you're putting on. It's where you're putting it and how. So that's some food for thought. So when you walk into Big Beauty and you start picking up boxes and picking up bottles of, of, and compacts of product, it can get incredibly overwhelming because you might be thinking to yourself, what does that even mean? So let's talk about some of this terminology. When you see something that's considered a natural finish, that means that it's going to look the most like your natural skin, which means the texture of your skin. When you see something that says matte, that means that all the shine that's on your skin is going to be eliminated and it's going to have a very flat surface. When you start seeing, now they're starting to split the difference and they're saying things like natural matte, that means that it's still gonna be mattified, but not as hard. It's not going to, it won't be shiny, but it definitely won't have that incredibly flat, flat, flat surface. If you go back to start thinking about things like paint, when you go into you know Home Depot or Lowe's, you have a matte finish paint, you have a satin finish, you have a glossy or semi-gloss, semi-matte. Those kind of terms are very similar to foundation because I told you, it's paint, just paint for your face. So when you see something that says radiant, imagine that almost as a satin finish. 
it is going to have a soft glow to it, a soft shine, but not shine in the way of grease. A lot of people get very scared when they hear glow or radiant or luminous because they immediately equate that with grease ball and shiny. And for people that are oily, that is a trigger for them. They immediately get scared. But I have news for you. When you're doing your skincare and you're caring for your skin, if you saw your face be completely dull with absolutely no shine to it, no radiance, no glow, you would think that your skin was dehydrated and you need, it needed more moisture. Healthy skin has a natural radiance or a natural glow to it. If you're trying to mimic a beautiful glow, there has to be some shine. Light has to bounce off the skin somehow. If you don't have any, that's just a completely matte look. And some might even say, I'm gonna go out on a limb here, some might even say it's a little dull. And I'm pretty sure you don't wanna look dull. Some people do though, I gotta tell you. Um, it's. I am trying to live a live and let live type of lifestyle. So if you are one of those people that refuse to have even the smallest amount of shine on your face, Godspeed. But if you're trying to mimic natural, healthy, youthful, glowy skin, then that might not be the choice for you. Ooh, all this diplomacy is exhausting. Ugh. When it comes to, some people love, on the flip side of that, some people love the dewy look. The dewy look looks like you've just been walking through a meadow and your skin is shiny and glossy. Some people love that. Some people who are oily have this look already and they have embraced it. They have said, hey, this is me. This is who I am. Hear me roar. And I'm going to be a shiny, glossy, glazed donut. And I'm going to be del a delicious treat. And I'm going to live my life. And I applaud that. I really do. Because that is self-actualization and self-awareness at its finest. I'm not saying that everyone has to do that though. Some people are not comfortable with that at all. And you don't even know what people have been through. Perhaps someone was teased for that their whole life, just being called greasy or oily or something. So if that's what happened to you, I'm sorry. Kids are jerks. Family sucks sometimes. But I'm glad you're here. And I'm glad you made it. You made it. You're here. You're right here with us. So as far as me growing up, my skin was pretty good. I, the only thing I hated about my skin was the color of it. And I was doing a lot of self-loathing because I had dark skin. But now I have come to appreciate myself and I have reached a level of self-actualization and I have appreciated the depth of my skin and my skin has preserved me quite well. So thanks, dark skin. I appreciate you. When it comes to 
skin that is a little older, that's maturing, that is not as tight and taut as it was, um, a little thinner, perhaps a little drier, powder might not be the best choice because powder is only going to exaggerate all of the things that you might be sensitive about. It'll definitely exaggerate crepey skin, creasing, dryness. So perhaps powder, not so much a good choice for you. Creams tend to be a better choice. They mimic more youthful skin, add some radiance back to the skin, add a little bit of a glow. So all the other things that you don't care about for your skin tend to be diminished a little bit. So it's helpful. If you are a person that has texture, powder can fill in some of that texture a little. If you want to make sure, though, that things that are, hmm, how shall I put it? You want to make sure that you don't overdo. When you have texture, you want to make sure that you do not overdo thickness because thickness is only going to exaggerate the texture you have already. The more layers you add, the more thickness you encounter, and the more thickness you have leads to more texture. Ideally, we want a smooth surface. And if we keep adding layer after layer of foundations and layer after layer of concealers and layer after layer of powders, you're going to come up with quite the textured surface. So as light reflects and as light hits it, you're going to look like a bunch of hills and valleys in comparison. And the closer someone comes to your face and the closer they come to seeing the surface of your skin, the more exaggerated it's going to be. Thin layers tend to be the best way to combat that. And also things like stippling brushes and beauty blenders are a way of filling in the dips and valleys in textured skin. For example, if you're brushing on top of a wall that is not completely smooth, maybe some sort of stucco or something like that, you're going to notice that it doesn't get inside some of the divots and then it won't look like an even surface. And if you continue that process again and again and again, you're going to constantly have paint on the top of the surface and none on the inside. And the more you paint over that, the more textured it will look. It will just exaggerate all the bumps and all the things that drive you nuts. So it's important to make sure everything is evenly distributed so you can create a smoother surface. So I've had something to eat. I've had a moment and I was sitting here thinking because tomorrow I'm going back to work and I've been a little down in the dumps about just the way that life is going in general it's been getting me down because I don't know if you've ever experienced this where you've just wanted to get to the next step so badly. You know, you see a future for yourself. You see 
dreams that you have or ways that you want to live and you just want to get there you know you you have a little bit of motivation because you want to do it but just the thought of going through all the steps is just so incredibly frustrating and you just want to get there you know I don't know if it's anything from changing your career or losing weight or cleaning your house or you know changing the way you look improving your routines maybe coming up with a new style for yourself or a new way that you want to live maybe you just you get up every day and you look at the life that you have in front of you and you're just not satisfied with it you're just disappointed in it and I was sitting here just now in this quiet there was this this pocket of quiet um this is probably as good as my quiet is going to get in this place right now um, I did get some tips on how to help muffle outdoor noise and things like that and I'm definitely going to be going to the store after payday and doing some of those things. I have some projects ahead. But the important thing is being content in your now. Absolutely, there are so many things that I want to do and there are so many ways that I want to grow. And I'm sure that there are a lot of ways that you want to grow too. I know listening to this podcast is probably one of the tools that you've employed to hopefully become inspired and maybe get some ideas and get a little information and start making changes in your life. It's just one step at a time for all of us. And when I listen to other podcasts that are more popular and have moved, you know, been around way, way, way long than, longer than I have, um, I just want to get to where they are. And I'm sure they want to get to where the next step is. But the important thing is being present in the now. Right now I'm talking to you, but I'm in, I was sitting here before I started this segment. I was sitting there just enjoying the quiet and the peace. My belly was full. I had my feet up and I was just enjoying the fact that I wasn't at work. I was enjoying the fact that I didn't have to I don't have to build myself up into that dumbass persona that has to be friendly and polite to people who I normally probably wouldn't even interact with otherwise if it wasn't for work. So I get to actually legitimately be authentic in myself. When you work in customer service, being authentic is sometimes, off times, at least in my case, to your detriment. They don't call me the problem child for nothing. I tend to speak my mind a lot and I tend to get in trouble for it a lot. But I think that sometimes the reason that I speak my mind so much is maybe subconsciously trying to just jolt people into reality. It's it's not about making making you feel better. I feel like sometimes making people feel better and making people feel comfortable and tucking a pillow under their head and calling them a pretty, pretty princess 
is detrimental to their growth. I feel like when you are trying to get past where you are and when you're trying to figure out what's wrong and why you can't have those things that you want, sometimes you have to take a hard look at yourself and ask yourself, what am I missing? Where are the flaws? Where is there room for improvement? Where do I need to touch up? What do I need to adjust? And I find that to be a perfect metaphor for when you are doing your complexion and when you're doing your foundation. You put it on and then you take a good, hard look at yourself and ask yourself those questions. Where do I need more coverage? What should I improve? Where do I need to touch up? When you do that, you're doing it out of love for yourself and you're doing it because you're trying to create something that you're proud of. It's just that simple. And you don't have to be ashamed for trying to fix things on your face. I don't want you to feel like you're a slave to makeup though. I want you to feel confident enough that you can go outside without makeup. Why? Because you've done the skincare and you're improving your skin. It might not be where you want it to be, but you know it's getting there. And that alone gives you an air of confidence. So, I'm going to sit here. And I'm going to enjoy this piece. I'm going to think about my week ahead. And... I'm going to forgive myself for the mistakes I made last week. And I'm going to move forward. Ready to improve upon myself in the upcoming week. Not a bad thing to try for yourselves. As I'm wrapping up recording this episode... I've had two of some of the hardest days that I've had in a very long time. And while it was frustrating and physically taxing and difficult, I am grateful that I have my brains, my wits. I'm grateful that I have a sick, dark sense of humor. And I'm grateful for this podcast because it reminds me that I'm not alone. And I'm hoping that it gives you a little bit of that too, as you listen. I'm hoping that the more you listen, the braver you will get, and the more willing you'll be to try new things and to explore. Because as you do that, you come to get to know yourself. And the more you ask yourself questions about who you are and how you wish to present to the world, the more you will gain confidence and self-awareness and steady footing throughout everything that gets thrown your way. That is my solemn wish for you, not just for this podcast, but for your life. I don't care what you've been through before that made you think 
that you couldn't do it, I'm here to tell you now that you absolutely can. Please share your discoveries with me. Let me know how things are going. If you're having a tough time, if you have questions, share it all with me and even better, share it with a friend that's going through the same thing or who's struggling too. Because each one, teach one. Here at Beauty Reform School. And class is dismissed. Pencils down. And I'll see you beautiful people next week.